Hey, Barminions! Welcome back to the Varmints Podcast. Today, we're going to introduce you to uh, one of our three new co-hosts. His name is Derek Schmee, but we call him Moss. Hey, Moss! How's it going, dude? Hey, Donna. How's it going with you guys? Uh, it's going pretty good. Nice. Hey, what's your deal? talk about today is what your general deal is like who are you man and, and, and like what's your podcasting history and stuff oh yeah so, that's not a shouldn't take very long then yeah that part probably won't but that's okay doesn't matter <laughs> my name's moss or at least everybody calls me moss and you are also the science dude this guy is the uh, the voice of our new character science dude i have been <laughs> science dude dude that's mm-hmm. right. I am actually a real scientist in real life. I spend a lot of time working in a laboratory doing chemistry. Right. I'm a biochem scientist and an analytical scientist, but I worked in a lab doing quality control testing for a very long time. And now I write submission documents for drugs and stuff to be submitted to the FDA and other regulatory type agencies so that it gets reviewed and approved and helps keep everybody, you know, healthy and stuff. At least that's my goal. Woohoo! You're doing science. I do. Well, I write about <laughs> science. I don't do as much science, but I write about it. don't do so it. much science anymore, but yeah. Yeah. It's more writing. <laughs> well, there though. you go. Yeah, but you're a real science dude. You know lots about science. It's not just sitting behind a desk. No, I have had to learn. Yeah, I, I majored in chemistry and biochemistry, and then along the way, I had to pick up a whole bunch of other crap. So it's yeah. terribly, terribly true. So what's your podcasting history? It can be brief. It doesn't matter. We're listening to it right now. Woohoo! Yay! <laughs> and a couple of spots as, as science dude. Um, but you told me it. you wanted to do a podcast, though, and you got a microphone at some point and just hadn't hadn't figured out what to do. That's Is that correct? True. Yes, that is very true. I had been contemplating the idea of, of starting a podcast and hadn't had a really strong idea of what. Right. But it started, you know, kind of doing a little bit of the prep work. And uh, then then you needed some help. And I was like, ooh, hey, I already have the microphone and even a decent <laughs> pair of headphones. And uh, I'm happy to help. So here I am. Woot. Yeah, it's really cool. And... So, Moss is actually a bit of an animal nut, like the rest of us. Uh, pardon me, animal enthusiast. I don't know. We're all animal nuts over here. And, yeah, we're super, super happy to have you on board. So, I should mention again, very briefly, that Derek and I went to high school together. Moss, man, we went to high school together, man. It's true. We've known each other for a really, really long time. A really long time. Super long time. Yeah. On the Varmints 2.0 episode I recently did where I talked about all the new co-hosts and what we're doing with the show, I mentioned about your legacy of the dude, and that, that got a lot of laughs. People thought that was pretty funny, but not nice. as funny as we think it is, <laughs> I'm sure. But. I still get a hoot out of that damn story. <laughs> not to mention, it is one of my favorite movies, although it is creepy at times. It is a weird movie and not for kids. Not no. for kids. It's, 
it's weird seeing a movie that that does kind of in a lot of ways seem like it was made based on yourself it's, yeah it is it's I, weird i just remember fine. when it came out talking to you and going did you know this movie was out and and is, yeah, you probably explained in the story on that. I did, I did, but I, I had didn't no mention idea. you walking through the halls at high school with your bathrobe on. So high school, I didn't mention that. College, yeah, we got. Mm-hmm. A, I used to get a lot of weird, weird looks in my my first couple of years of college because I, I I wore my bathrobe around campus all the time. Well, you were comfortable. People thought that was weird. So it was comfortable, right? It still is. And had nice, good. <laughs> Roomy pockets. I remember you telling me that it's got roomy pockets. Those are very important. I was important. anti the bathrobe. I remember being anti the bathrobe. I did not approve of the bathrobe. Not everybody does. I think at time, you know, a lot of people come around though. I don't know why I cared. It made didn't make any difference. But. It's it's like a really long open shirt with pockets <laughs> really low and stuff. Oh, the know. bathrobe controversy. Anyway. <laughs> All right, so uh, on this podcast, we know that there can be more than one. This is not the Highlander. Um, what's what's your favorite wild animals, man? Oh, good lord! You didn't warn me you were gonna ask me that. Mm-mm. No. Um, some of my favorite wild animals. Ugh, good grief! Wolves. It's an ambush, like in nature. Wolves. I'm a I'm a big, um, not not necessarily a big wolf activist per se, but um, I do support a lot of initiatives, and especially the reintroduction efforts like here in Colorado and in several other states yeah. of bringing wolves back. Yeah. So they're one of my favorite animals of all time. Let's see. Um, I Oh, uh, jaguars are yeah. one of my favorite animals growing up. All sorts of whales. I'm a, I'm a big fan of whales. Whales are neat. And some creatures that no longer exist and I've fallen behind a little bit on some of my contemporary knowledge, but I, I, growing up as a kid, I was always a huge fan of dinosaurs. And I know somebody else on the show might also have been a huge fan of dinosaurs. Who would that be? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, 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 I loved dinosaurs as a kid. Um, yeah, me too. And I, I think uh, we don't actually talk about dinosaurs on the show. We don't talk about extinct anything on the show. No. We have thought about doing a spin-off where we talk about extinct animals, though, so keep it in mind. It may be something we develop in the future. But I think extinct mammals are more interesting to me now than, than dinosaurs. Only not because they're more interesting, just I know less about them. <laughs> so right. so I've, been, I've been more interested in those recently, and I think if we do any extinct animals on the show, we'll probably do mammals. That would be fun. Because... So it's like there Tasmanian Tiger weird... and the Tasmanian Wolf. Oh, that's there's crazy animals that were that were alive for a while. It's like, wow, you guys yeah. that's some very strange animals. If we do extinct animals, we probably won't touch dinosaurs, at least not right away, just because they're not you know, they're just there's a lot of shows about dinosaurs. So Oh yeah. You know. Totally true. There's a lot of podcasts about dinosaurs out there. Mm-hmm. So there you go. So that's cool. What's your uh, what are your favorite domestic animals? Oh jeez, eh? Um, oh jeez. I grew up raising horses, so they still have a really soft spot. Aww. And uh, rode horses, did uh, riding, showing, dressage, jumping, all sorts of fun stuff. Uh, yeah. Barrel, barrel racing and um, 
let's see my other favorite i love kitties my cats are my i have three cats here living with me in this house and they are three of the bestest kitties ever well that leads into the next question which is to talk about your pets because everybody wants you to talk about your pets on this show so tell us who your pets are i have three cats i have a 12 year old jones who is a uh, medium tuxedo medium haired tuxedo boy who's very Aww. mouthy he's oh my Aww. god he's like siamese cat mouthy and i love <laughs> i love him and when we went to adopt him at the uh at the, at the place there he kind of picked me more than us Aww. picking him he was actually oh, supposed to be awesome. for you know it was intended to be a pet for the boy but um it didn't work out that way didn't work (laughs) so he picked me and he's he is my cat or i am his human and then um four years ago we adopted two semi-feral uh kittens out of a litter of six and they are mixed parentage she her name is harley but we just call her kitten she's no touchy very no touchy she does yeah. not like um she likes food sometimes but she doesn't like scritches right so we don't interact with her as much as we would like to she loves to play just it has to be at the end of a stick or a rope or something right, right. and then there's fuzzy whose real name is rebel uh because when he was a kitten he was a hissing spitting get get out of my face and then little spicy guy he was spicy and he's a long-haired orange you know mop Mm-hmm. Yep. And now he's the same size as my 12-year-old. Um, and somewhere, um, long about six, eight, nine months, he flopped and he became very friendly. And now he's my other best boy who who, who loves scritches and brushes and stuff. So ah, those are my sweet. three my three adorables. Three the adorables. That's awesome. Did yeah. you have a favorite horse growing up? How many oh, horses did you guys have? Well, Generally, so growing up, we had anywhere from two to sometimes three, and I think at one point we had um, we had up to five. My mom used to ride horses. My stepfather, his dad, used to ride ho- raise horses and and uh, for the track for race horses. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. my stepdad used to go out in the morning as a kid. He'd go out in the morning and and do blowouts on the race horses before they'd start doing real work with the jockeys and stuff. Anyway, so I grew up riding horses and what's a horses. blowout? Um, it's just a quick run around the track to kind of warm oh, up. Oh, I see. I yeah. see. Okay. And my mom, my mom loved riding horses, and my brother, um, who is unfortunately no longer with us, but he yeah. was more—he wanted to grow up and be a horse trader. He was—he liked riding horses, but it wasn't his big thing. But he wanted to be a, a horse businessman, and so <laughs> early on, literally early on, when we were in—oh my God—I think we were like ten or twelve, maybe. He, right. he, we, we, we had a, a, a gentleman board a couple of his horses at a place we were living and my, my brother finagled a deal where, uh, this guy had a stallion. And so he, and my, he bred the stallion to my, my brother's mare in order to get an offspring. And, uh, my, my brother basically, uh, ba- even back then was learning how to sweet talk and, and talk business with uh, with the old horse traders and and got a really good deal on a on a super cheap stud fee for his mare. So, because wow, you know we amazing. were we were taking really good care of his horses that were on our, sure. on our rented property. So sure, sure, yeah, so, it makes yeah. sense. I can and see I've, him doing that. 
<laughs> oh yeah and i've raised several it's horses crazy. over the years but i think the the most interesting one was probably the part thoroughbred part percheron boy that uh, was my last horse and we did all sorts of stuff he was huge he was part draft horse and part thoroughbred right super strong uh about 1700 pounds which is pretty big that's a lot and seven seventeen one hands so right and we did eventing so we did we did dressage which was really not his thing because he had feet the size of dinner plates and i kid you not his feet literally were the size of small dinner plates so controlled small movements were not his favorite thing but jumping over big five foot by five foot jumps you know cross-country jumps and even stadium stuff he was amazing at because he was so powerful right and he would just he would launch and we would fly Sometimes every once in a while in opposite directions because he did not like stuff like water. So that was always right. exciting. <laughs> oh, I but love yeah. horses. I it's never was able to be around them very much as a kid, just when I went to visit my relatives in Montana. But right, right. Oh, they're such fun animals. They my uncle says they're. He says uh, they they're just giant dogs. They would climb in your lap if they could. So. <laughs> I can't argue. I really can't argue with that. That's true. <laughs> all right. So last of all, what is your guilty pleasure? And this by, by this, I mean, like, stuff that's not considered very cool. Like listening to Barry Manilow, which I like. I enjoy. Uh, like, that kind of thing. Oh, that's a hard question, eh? I, for, since I was 12, roughly, six, sixth grade, I think. Um, I've been a gamer. I've played D&D and as many other role-playing games as I could get my hands on and or get people to teach me. So I guess if anything, because, you know, we were playing role-playing games long before it was cool to do such things. Yeah. So I, if anything's my guilty pleasure, it's probably that is is I have never stopped. I never grew out of it. I never grew up. I, I, I like playing role-playing games and stuff like that. So it continues to be a, f a really fun a really fun activity for us so yeah i think a lot of people who are younger than us think that it's something that came along in their in their lifetime but no we were doing it long before long it... before yes yes role playing games the original first edition D D. I i have a box i don't set know if somewhere. that's considered all that unfashionable anymore though it's kind of weird because when we were growing up everybody was like no and that was a terrible thing but now it's like I mean they do live role playing games with attractive people that nerds <laughs> have television have... shows and stuff oh it's true it's though crazy. Nerd, nerds have taken over yeah it's it, true it took several decades for it to catch on I think it become popular culture right I mean in, yeah. high, in high school we, we were definitely the weirdos you know, mm -hmm. in, the, you know in the hallways that, that got a lot of grief for uh, yeah for being the gamers and the, the weird backpack geeks and stuff, so that's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Whatever. Yeah. Alrighty. Well, that's it. Okay, so, cool. Welcome well, to the show. Well, thanks, dude. I'm looking forward to it. It, it yeah. it's it, it's an exciting uh, opportunity and and kind of a transition time for the show, and hopefully I can add some stuff to it and and have fun with y'all. Yep, Sparman's 2.0. It's going to be its own thing. Today's episode was produced by me, Donna Hume. Our logo was by Imran Javed. 
Our voice work today was Dave from the Airwolf Years podcast, located on the Podfix Network and found wherever you find your podcasts. Thanks for listening, and until next time, be nice to animals. You've been listening to a podcast of the Podfix Network. Discover more audible gems like this at podfixnetwork.com. Make sure to catch up-to-the-minute network shenanigans by following at podfix on Twitter, official underscore podfix on Instagram, at podfixnetwork on Facebook. And make sure to subscribe to Podfix Presents wherever you choose to find podcasts. The Podfix Network, artist owned and loved.